Open mine eyes that I may see Glimpses of truth thou hast for me Open mine eyes, illumine me Spirit divine Love of my life, I am crying I am not dying, I am dancing Dancing along in the madness There is no sadness like to invite you to a soul-level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guests' spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. My guest today on Song of the Soul is Walter Kraft. Walter has been performing music for well over 40 years now, and he proudly shares his motto on his website, servethesong.com. Born in the southern USA into an extended family and community with strong and varying religious views, he found the need to step back, gather information, and come up with his own views. He is passionate about music that reaches for the heart and center of things. Walter, welcome to Song of the Soul. Thank you. I'm very happy to finally be here. Don't we live full lives, huh? A little bit too full, I think. Most of us, we're uh, far too busy. Are you out on the road doing music a lot? As much as possible. I'm also involved with helping my wife with her sheep farm and uh, raising of two teenagers, which is just about over. And uh, then I'll be out on the road even more. I make a couple of trips a year to Florida and back. I go over to Detroit. I play around the area in clubs and various and sundry kind of festivals and things like that. How many CDs have you produced or tapes or cassettes? I mean, you've got a long history going back there. Right. I've got two cassettes. The first one was recorded entirely out of the back of uh, cassette decks and things like that, and one side of it is all that. And the other side is from WFMT's whole program, Midnight Special. Then I did one in an actual studio out in the woods in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin, and then this last one that I did not too long ago. Uh, so I have a total of three. The first two are cassettes. 
So, you got into music early on in your life? Did you sing in the choir back in church days? You bet. I've got a song that I wrote called Singing with the Radio that addresses that issue. When I grew up, everybody sang. And if, uh, when the AM radios in the cars were uh, all there was, we would travel cross-country and... Whatever was on the radio, the chances were we knew it and we sang it. So I wound up writing a song about that later. I thought about all these talk programs where sometimes the hosts were very impolite about the way they treated their people. Uh, and so I sat down and wrote this song called Singing with the Radio. As on down the road we go, I tell you, friends, it made you feel all right. I can't remember the time when I did not sing. And we always taught the kids to sing. My aunt would take me and say, now, W.L., which was my nickname, this is your part, which is another word for harmony. And I would always sing whatever she taught me because our voices matched the best. And all the kids did that when I was young. It was very unusual for somebody not to know what their part was on a well-known song. Where did you grow up and what kind of family was it? Well, it was very spotty. In uh, 12 years, I hit 24 different schools, one of them three different times. I traveled all over the great southeast, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Louisiana. I went to Guam once, so I was in and out of the family area on a regular basis. My family was all mostly uh, dirt farmers from the south, mostly south Georgia. They were all very strongly religious and uh, very contentious about which particular sect they were strongly religious about which gave me some problems with what I, I thought might really be true, which has served me well in the long run, I think, because I was not given this monolithic viewpoint of things. It, it developed my questioning mind, and, and I think in the long run it helped my music. To this day, I tend to choose songs that talk about things from a slightly different angle than most people view them. But they're still basically a unified study of the human condition and the human heart. Let's get into some of that music that formed you and that's part of what you carry with you as you sing. I mean, I think you sing a lot of your own stuff and other people's stuff. Not as much of my own stuff as you might think. I've made it a habit to make songs mine. I've written a couple of songs. I'm an arranger. I arrange songs and I try to plug them into places where they fit. Well, in that case, where does When I'm Gone by Phil Oaks fit for you? I first heard of Phil Oaks on the day that he died, and a, a guy that I knew that ran a little Christian coffee house attached to the University of Cincinnati walked in for the uh, usual sing-around that we did, and he did a requiem for Phil Oaks and played his music for us. I was just amazed. The song When I'm Gone, I think, really almost focuses what I think a lot of people need to think about. You know, you can't do it when you're gone. you got to do it when you're here because that's what's meaningful for all we know. This is what we have. There may be other stuff, but we don't know that. So you got to go out and do it while you're here. You said you heard that in a Christian coffee house. Were you identified with Christians, or was that just a place where folk music was being done in those days? Uh, the University Christian Coffee House was um, a lot of people from a lot of different faiths that uh, ran and maintained it. What they were pushing was a sense of heart 
and feeling rather than a particular specific faith of Christianity. There are steps between being a total unbeliever and believing anything. And these people provided a place where we had dialogue, musical dialogue and otherwise. And I think that was really good. I encourage people to go to these kind of things. And I discourage people who make them so that you're only acceptable if you follow their personal faith. I don't think that serves the song. Let's listen to it. If you don't know it, it's a gem. It's When I'm Gone by Phil Oaks. to do it while I'm here And I won't feel the flowing of the time when I'm gone All the pleasures of love will not be mine when I'm gone My pen won't pour a lyric line when I'm gone So I guess I'll have to do it while I'm here And I won't breathe the bracing air when I'm gone And I can't even worry about my cares when I'm gone Won't be asked to do my share when I'm gone So I guess I'll have to do it while I'm here And I won't be running from the rain when I'm gone And I can't even suffer from the pain when I'm gone Can't say who's to praise and who's to blame when I'm gone So I guess I'll have to do it while I'm here Won't see the golden of the sun when I'm gone And the evenings and the mornings will be one when I'm gone Can't be singing louder than the guns while I'm gone So I guess I'll have to do it while I'm here All my days won't be dances of delight when I'm gone And the sands will be shifting from my sight when I'm gone Can't add my name into the fight while I'm gone So I guess I'll have to do it while I'm here And I won't be laughing at the lies when I'm gone And I can't question how or when or why when I'm gone Can't live proud enough to die when I'm gone So I guess I'll have to do it while I'm here 
There's no place in this world where I'll belong when I'm gone And I won't know the right from the wrong when I'm gone And you won't find me singing on this song when I'm gone So I guess I'll have to do it I guess I'll have to do it Guess I'll have to do it while I'm here Phil Oaks, I will remind you, was the cutting edge of thoughtful, socially conscious folk music. And I'm sorry to say that the night that he died and I first heard about him, it was because he had hung himself in despair. And I think there's enough of that going around. We don't need no more of it. We need for folks to live to sing these songs. His music's really powerful for me, even though I really didn't come up on it until quite a bit later myself. Billy Holiday is another one who I didn't learn about until long into it. When did you connect up with her? Probably in the late 50s. There were, I believe, the late 50s is when they did a, a Billy Holiday story movie. And she certainly starred in a number of movies as a singer during that period. And she was a really unusual person, both in her delivery and her vocal power. She had a, a fairly small voice, but it was incredibly powerful. And what she had to say ran everything from just good time blues to some stuff that was terribly, terribly important for anyone to hear. And God Bless the Child was one of those because it addressed that difference between the rich, the poor, the privileged, and the unprivileged. Is it a Walter Kraft song as well? You bet. This is a song I've been doing for the last 25, 30 years at a minimum. How long have you been performing? I did my first public performance in New Orleans in 1961. I had been singing as an automatic part of life, but I did my actual first performance where I was the booked performer at a coffee house in New Orleans, The Quorum it was called. And it was your traditional 60s coffee house. A bunch of what most folks referred to as beatniks, but which we call bohemians at that time, which all of those, those words change meaning, and especially if the government gets hold of them. But we would sit around and talk about meaningful stuff having to do with, with faith and values and the government and, and life in general. So I owe a lot to the 60s coffee houses. Let's listen to Billie Holiday's version, considering she's one of the authors of God Bless the Child. Them that's got shall have, them that's not shall lose. So the Bible says, and it still is news Mama may have Papa may have But God bless the child That's got his own That's got his own 
Yes, the strong gets more While the weak ones fade Empty pockets don't Ever make the grave Mama may have Papa may have But God bless the child That's got his own That's got his own Money You've got lots of But when you're gone and spending ends, they don't come no more. Rich relations give, crust of bread and such. You can help yourself, but don't take too much. Mama may have. Papa may have, but God bless the child that's got his own, that's got his own. the child you know you talked about how it's the poor and the rich and the attitudes between did you grow up with social gospel type values social gospel type things as part of your religious stuff too where jesus was a poor man cares for the poor all that kind of music that at sometimes has been popular yeah it was really a mixed bag because at one and the same time i was presented with some really opposed viewpoints on that whole issue the people that I grew up with were, as I said, mostly poor dirt farmers. But the accent was always placed on Jesus was the Savior. And they didn't talk quite so much about of whom or who who Jesus' 
ministry was actually too. It took years of, of getting two sides of stuff for me to finally figure out that, hey, guess what? There ain't nobody out there got all the answers. You got to look around a little bit. Well, tell me about this next piece, and I do mean piece because we're going to just grab a little piece out of the song. Well, this is written by my friend Dan, who also is now making guitars, and I own two of his uh, handmade guitars. And Dan is an ex-Jehovah's Witness, very ex. And as a consequence, between that and his own just natural warping, he writes songs every once in a while. And this piece is called Satellite Salvation, and it has to do with what religion has turned into far too much, uh, in my personal opinion, in this country. And most people figure that if you do this and this and this, then that's all you need to be saved. If you contribute to this TV evangelist host or this cause for educating people in Africa or whatever, that that's all you need to do. And this song kind of pretty well addresses that in Dan's rather outre sense of humor. This is actually uh, written by my friend Dan, and Jamin Zeiler performed it because Dan didn't have the, uh, the confidence in his chops at the time, and they really wanted to get some of these tunes out. But this is the one that will turn your head around. We'll listen to a little bit of Satellite Salvation. It's written by Walter's friend Dan Ross, but it's here done by Jamin Zeiler. I come to you in need, pretty often I can see, but a higher power brings me to my request. We need to spread the word in case someone hasn't heard, and we need to do it in a way that I deem best. There's no need to feed the nations, we'll buy a TV station with a high-tech satellite uplink to the Lord. His word be near and far, well I could be a star. Salvation for mankind on a TV set And we can speak to the starving nations From an air-conditioned station With a high-tech satellite uplink to the Lord Think of the souls we could save With those tiny microwaves Well, a few more million might start But they won't get bored We'll get TVs for the poor Start a Goodwill video store Sell salvation on DVD and VHS Now, let me do a plug here. Uh, Dan uh, makes these handmade guitars, of which I own a couple. And if you uh, want to get hold of him, you can get hold of me, and I'll put you in touch with him. And I'm Troubadour, T-R-O-U-B-O-D-O-R, at AOL.com. Well, let's move on to one of my favorites, Kate Wolf. She's touched a lot of hearts with her music. And how does Bird on a Wire fit into your song of your soul? Bird on a Wire I became aware of when I was living in New Orleans, and I thought that it just typified that thing where some of us are searching for what to do that's really right. To the people who question life a little bit and don't just accept blindly, the Bird on the Wire song really typifies that. We all have these things that we do 
which at some point or another we look at and regret. To quote Khalil Gibran, and if their regrets comfort them, let them be comforted. But at some point you've got to move on and just learn the lesson of those regrets. Like a beast, I have torn everything. Okay, just stop doing it. That's all. <laughs> and that points me in the direction of what is it that I want to do? What am I trying to get accomplished here? What is the point of life? Let's listen to Kate Wolf. Maybe she'll tell us the point of life. Bird on a Wire is her song. Like a bird on a wire Like a drunk in a midnight choir I have tried in my way be free like a word on a hook like a night in an old fashioned book I have saved all my ribbons for thee And if I have been unkind, I hope you will let it go by. And if I have been
Even though I love Kate's music, I don't, I'm still not sure I have a firm grip on what life's all about. But maybe the next song by Bruce Coburn will give me the answer. Is there any hope? I don't think any song gives you the answer. It's like pointillism in, in a visual art. When you get enough points, all of a sudden a picture jumps out at you. Now remember that when you start adding more points, the picture may change. But all you can do is work with where you are at the moment. And this tune, Starwheel, there are some admonishments and there are just some observations. And not only that, it is one of the most absolutely gorgeous pieces of music, to me, that I've run into in years. Have you dabbled a bit along the way? Have you tasted a lot of different religions? Have you tried out, you know, learning a little bit of Buddhism, Native American, different Christianity? Have you checked these out along the way? Yeah, I skim everything and look at them, and, and I say, okay, what's sticking up in the most obvious here? And what I look at is there's an oriental thought that says patterns. Look at the patterns. Don't look at the chain of causation and monoview. You have to look around and say, what kind of patterns emerge from what I'm looking at here? Again, that pointillism thing. When you see enough dots, all of a sudden a picture jumps out. So what I do is I look at what people say and I look at what they do and see uh, if they are seeking to reduce the tension between those two things. Because hypocrisy is probably the biggest of sins on the face of the earth, the one that causes the most hurt and harm. That's not to be confused with people who are trying and not making it. There's a very specific difference or singular difference perhaps so you do the best you can you look at all the religions you find that it's amazing how similar so many of them are the only thing different quite often is just the language just the language i'm still not quite sure what message or what do you see as the meaning or the essence of star wheel by bruce coburn what's it mean to you The verses in there are pretty interesting. There's one line that really jumps out at me every time I listen to the song. It says, don't go play a no-shell game with God. Only Satan is going to give you odds. See how the star wheel turns. Until you have continuity in your life and can look back and see the waxing and the waning of all kinds of, of cycles... And then look at your own life and say, where am I fitting inside that wheel taking place over my head? 
This is Bruce Coburn, his song Star Wheel. Walter, you've been doing music, traveling on the road, and I think mixing with a lot of other musicians for a long time. You formed any particularly good friends over those years? I have had so much good fortune there. I've had so many friends who are good friends, and some of them I've known ongoing for years, and others, you look around one day and they're just gone. And I guess that's what this song is about. Sometimes we don't realize what kind of value 
we uh, should or have placed on people until that's over. And Song for Adam is a song about what you think about sometimes when suddenly the word comes to you that someone who has lived in your heart for so long, you won't ever see them again. This is by Jackson Brown. Is Jackson Brown someone you've actually met face-to-face? No, I have not. And that's one of the, the things I hope to do one day because Jackson Brown's music in general strikes me as not much in the way of lightweight there. I know he was popular for a while and did a lot of songs at the big market, but when you listen to Jackson Brown overall, you find out that Jackson Brown thinks a lot about what's going on in life. I understand that he traveled for several years uh, working almost exclusively at Native American audiences. And, of course, whenever you do something like that, you learn from them. Are you interested in perhaps dedicating this next song to any of those friends that you've made along the years, since it is a song in memory of Dear Friend? I would not know where to start for names. I have been very fortunate with the friends that I've had over the years. Well, then we'll just leave the friend nameless. And this is A Song for Adam by Jackson Brown. Yeah, Adam, the first friend.
Except for once in someone else's letter that I read Until I heard the sudden word that a friend of mine was dead I sit before my only candle Like a pilgrim sits beside the way Now this journey appears before my candle As a song that's growing fainter The harder I play Till I fear before I am fade away But I guess I'll get there Oh, I wouldn't say for sure Stood myself beside him I never thought I was as strong Still it seems he stopped his singing In the middle of his song Well I'm not the one to say I know But I'm hoping he was wrong I'm holding out my only candle Though it's so To find my way Now this story's been laid beneath my candle And it's shorter every hour as it reaches for the day Yes, I feel just like a candle away I hope I get there But I'll never pray When you're up on stage, Walter, what's likely to be the mix of serious songs versus humorous tone songs? Well, you know, if you work it right, they're all serious. Even when your tongue is poking out your cheek and nudging the guy next to you. I try to avoid doing songs that are meaningless, but that doesn't mean they have to be what most people think of as serious I was partly thinking of the next song, Waiting Round to Die. So, are you sitting in wild anticipation? Well, the song will speak for itself to a good deal there. Now, remember that the guy that wrote this song is also the guy that wrote Pancho and Lefty. Waiting Around to Die is the take of a man who who has a lot of dark edges around his soul and I believe has dealt with them. He understands what he's looking at. And the song Waiting Round to Die is presenting some alternatives, you know. Is that all you're doing is just waiting around to die? Are you going somewhere? Take your choice. What else can you tell me about Towns Van Sant? First of all, do you do his music in general? Not a whole lot of it. 
As a matter of fact, I just recently decided I need to learn some more of his songs, so the, maybe the next time you hear from me, I'll be doing a couple more of his songs. I'm a slow learner. <laughs> but Towns has been quite an inspiration for me to think about and feel within my heart about. Some of his songs really take you to the task. Let's listen to him. This is Towns Van Zandt, Waiting Around to Die. Sometimes I don't know where this dirty road has taken me Sometimes I can't even see the reason why I guess I keep a gambling Lots of booze and lots of rambling Lots easier than just a waiting around to die One time friends I had them all I even had a paw he beat her with a belt once cause she cried She told him to take care of me Headed down to Tennessee Oh, it's easier than just a waiting around to die Well, I come age and I found a girl In a Tuscaloosa bar And she cleaned me out and hit it on the slide I tried to kill the pain I bought some wine and hopped a train Seemed easier than just waiting around to die Well a friend said he knew Where some easy money was We robbed a man Brother, did we fly? But the posse caught up with me, drug me back to Moki. It's two long years of waiting around to die. Oh, but now I'm out of prison. I got me a friend at last. He don't drink or steal or cheat or lie. Well, his name. Codeine, he's the nicest thing I've seen. And together we're gonna wait around and die. All together we're gonna wait around and die. Walter, if someone wanted to hear you on the stage, is there something coming up in the near future where you could direct them to? I have some local performances coming up at Fishers on the Green. Are you one of those people who does a website? Or if people want to find out where Walter's happening, how do they track you down? Well, at the moment, the website is, as they say, under construction. I have a couple of friends who are trying to help me out in my struggle with that. And hopefully within a couple of weeks, if they go to servethesong.com, they will see Walter's website. Serve the song is the thing I have come up with. That this is a philosophy. Most people, whenever they sing, they want the song to serve them. I'm not so sure that's the proper order of things. I think most people sing best whenever they remember that they are the vessel that carries the water. And the water of life is much more useful 
than the vessel that it's carried in. Well, speaking of water carriers, let's hear a song by you. Did you write this one? No, I did not, and I have a couple of opinions as to whether or not it's public domain uh, or what have you. This song, no matter how recently it was written, has the feel of something a little older. The song calls out for harmonies, and a lot of my songs do whenever you see me in a live performance. Anytime you feel like, wow, I want to add a part to that, please don't be shy. Jump up and sing. The only thing I ask is that you sing the same song I'm singing, okay? You know, I'm too easily confused. But my grandma Zolly always said, don't tell me you can't sing, even frogs sing. Go down to the creek where they're all hollering away together and tell me if it don't sound beautiful. Just don't try and drown out your neighbor. And this song I came upon by a, a guy down in Cincinnati, and somehow or other I learned it in 3-4, though he did it in 4-4, and then I went back and reviewed where he got it from, Michael Murphy, and he does it in 3-4. It's one of those songs that just floats, allows you to get in there and, and sing notes and hold them, and whenever you do that, you all start breathing together. And when people breathe together on a song or anything else, then their hearts move a little closer together. And that, to me, is the main point. Let's listen to it. It's Lights of the City, here performed by that inimical performer, Walter Kraft. First thing I'm going to do is the chorus. If you would, I'd really like it a lot if you'd sing along with this. about a city so high up above and it's a city There we'll see our 
about a time when time itself be no more and it's a time when the trumpet shall blow and we will all meet over yonder by that
you know, Walter, people can listen to this interview, and I'm sure they're still not going to be able to know where you stand on the Apostles' Creed. The Apostles' Creed. Well, you know, there's an old story called Hezekiah Brown. There's a question put to a character in that story about, do you believe in the Lord? He says, well, you know, can't rightly see the Lord. It's hard to believe in something you can't see. Well, do you believe in the church? Well, I've been studying the churches. And it looks to me like the churches can't figure out exactly what it is they believe. And I guess I'm like them. But I do know from my personal use that the apostles, at least some of them, maybe all of them, were good human beings. They were well motivated. They wanted to leave the world a better place for those who followed. As Khalil Gibran again once said, you know, remove the stone from the path so that those behind you do not stumble. That sounds as good an epitaph as we could ask for. Well, thank you for juggling me into your schedule. I hope people will go to servethesong.com and find out your schedule. If not, that they'll email you at troubadour at aol.com. Slightly misspelled. It's T-R-O-U-B-O-D-O-R, as in stinking folk singer, <laughs> troubadour at aol.com. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks again, Walter. You've been listening to a Song of the Soul interview with musician Walter Kraft. You can find him via his website, servethesong.com, and you can hear this program again via my website, northernspiritradio.org, where you can also find useful information about the program and other programs. Song of the Soul is produced by Mark Helpsmeet. If you'd like to share your Song of the Soul with the listeners of WHYS-FM Radio, please contact me via my email address, helpsmeet at usa.net. That's H-E-L-P-S-M-E-E-T at usa.net. And please join me Sundays at 11 a.m. for Song of the Soul. You can be happy Sing out.